I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who's been an ex. 3C Body Shop. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. This is Jared Sandler, and you're listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here's your host, Ben Dieter. Welcome to the podcast. We are glad to have you listening whenever you do and whatever app you listen on. You can find us all over the place. Uh, Pretty much anywhere that you find podcasts, you will find the Ranger Report podcast. The Rangers have passed the halfway point of the 2020 season, and they have 12 wins. 12 wins, and they're just a little past 30 games. 12 and 20, to be precise, is where the Rangers sit at the moment. Not the start that we all wanted, but a lot of people actually expected them not to be great, and that was when they still had Corey Kluber and Elvis and Shinsu Chu actually playing well. I had the Rangers sitting at 17 and 17 after August in my preseason prediction episode that we did. I missed it by five wins. There are 27 games left. I would have to say now the team's looking like a 22 to 25 win team. Now keep in mind, that's if they keep Lance Lynn, Joey Gallo, Mike Miner, Shinsu Chu, and others remaining on the team after the trade deadline ends today. John Daniels has all but said that there will be players moving today. And I got to say right here, I really hope that he doesn't do players moving for the sake of players moving. We need a huge haul for somebody like Lance Lynn. We need a huge haul for somebody like Joey Gallo. We can't just be giving people like that away. The alternate site is not exactly filled with premier talent. But it's past time to find out what is there. The brass for the Rangers has to know that 22 to 25 wins is not going to be enough to make the postseason. And even if it is, they'll get bounced rather quickly out of the postseason. Trevino has been really good. Connor Falefa has been very good. Tavares has made an impact. 
Montero has also been very good in that closer's role since Jose Leclerc went out. And then players like Odor, Elvis, Chu, Mathis, and other veterans really have been less than impactful this season. In fact, I would say they have not been having a good season at all and probably can't be traded because of how bad they have played in the 2020 season. Now, injury has played a part in that. I know Elvis is injured. Odor has had injuries. I know Chu is struggling with some injuries as well. And then also slow start has played a part. And then a short season. I think some of these guys are pressing just a little bit too much because of the short season, uh, trying to do more than they need to, to try to get themselves started. And if it's not working, it's kind of compounding the problem and making it worse and worse for these guys who are trying to make a difference on this team. And right now it's just not making a difference. While I wouldn't go ahead and have a fire sale, so to speak, like I just mentioned a minute ago, don't trade for the sake of just trading. I would entertain offers on almost every player on the team. It has to be the right offer, though. Don't just give people away. I'm thinking about you, Michael Young trade. The Rangers need premier minor league talent, and they need it badly. They have only a few players on the horizon that look like they may wind up being good major league players. And of course, you can't always tell who's going to be the good ones and who's going to be the bad ones. But at this point of their development, you should be able to know ones that are going to have a chance. Guys like the Kiner Falefas, the Tavares's, and the Monteros that are still in the uh, alternate training site right now. They're losing most of the rotation next year. They don't really have a first baseman. They don't really have a second baseman. They don't really have a third baseman. The bullpen is a mess. They need some help in the outfield. In short, 2021 is going to need a lot of help, like a huge amount of help. Now, I've been following this team for a long time, since before uh, Ray Davis and Bob Simpson have owned the team. And they seem to have the problem back then that they have now as well. That these guys have shown that they are just completely unwilling to spend money to improve the team. They want John Daniels to work some sort of magic to build a professional roster. Then they want Chris Woodward to make the ragtag team of misfits to be productive. Now, I'm still trying to figure out whether I'm sold on Woodward or not as a manager. I mean, he can't be blamed totally looking at the lack of talent that they gave him for this year and also for last year. But it's also seemed like he's managing that talent poorly to me. You know, this is in my opinion. You know, why the heck is Odor still out there batting 6th or 5th every day? Sure, he'll still take a ball deep from time to time, but so could any minor leaguer if they got 600 chances a year, and they could easily bat under 151. They need a plan for 1st base, 2nd base, 3rd base, center field, and the rotation and the bullpen for next season, as I mentioned earlier. Their bullpen is a complete mess. They have no power-hitting right-handed batters. If this has been a rebuild he's been doing since 2017 or 2018, it's been the most inept rebuild that I've ever seen. I think, in my opinion, they're five years or more away from being a competitive baseball team. And that is if they make moves to bring in some young talent right now that they can start developing. And that's a big if. It's amazing how in a 60-game season, a couple of weeks can change the entire outlook of a team. When they got to 10-9, and we were all kind of hopeful, like, okay, they're turning it around, they're starting to hit the ball, they're looking a whole lot better. But then, they've won two games since then. Two out of 12. So if you can do the math, that's 2-10 and in their last 12 games. The only entertainment or value in these games so far has been watching guys like Tavares and their development playing at the major league level. 
Could it turn around much faster than five years? Well, yeah, it could. But as someone who's followed and talked about this team for many, many years, I don't see that happening without a Mark Teixeira type trade, which brought in, of course, you remember Matt Harrison, Elvis Andrews, Jared Saltalamakian, Neftali Feliz was a great, great trade for the Rangers. They have to do a full rebuild, not ignore the needs that they have and have had now for the last three seasons. It's time to start patching holes with used up veterans, and it's time to start trying to actually rebuild this team. As I like to say, be bad with a purpose. The Rangers have nailed the being bad part, but not the purpose part. John Daniels is hoping to have some magic solution by bringing in veterans to patch holes, and it's not worked. My opinion, we won't win with Daniels at the helm. And I have been a supporter of him for a while, but I've gotten to the point where I just think they need somebody else at the helm right now. I don't think that John Daniels is the right guy for the job anymore. This year, Daniels put together the worst offense in baseball with the with a really great starting rotation. Now that the rotation is starting to get knocked around, there's no offense. That's how you get to 12 and 20. Lynn has been great, but no one else has been consistent. The only consistent thing is how inept the offense has been. And we'll talk about Lynn here a little later. Obviously, a lot going on circling and uh, being talked about around him right now. Uh, Coming up after the break, we'll look at the best prospects out there and see what it would take to add them to the Rangers minor league teams. Then we'll do a top 10 list. We'll talk some more on how to fix this team. And we'll get you ready for any possible trades that might happen during the day today. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the podcast. Don't forget, if you go to therangerreport.com slash shop, You'll find some uh, great merchandise there that we have for sale. We'd love for you guys to take a look at that and buy some. Uh, we've got some shirts. We've got some hats. We've got, uh, we even have face masks because you guys know it's 2020. So why not sell face masks? Because everybody needs face masks, right? I mean, I'm sure you already have some, but you can get more. I have a great shirt with a uh, Adrian Beltre silhouette on it. Also, you can get a face mask with that silhouette on it. We have a lot of cool things over there for sale, so be sure to go and check it out. And also be sure to check out our patron or become a patron on Patreon. Uh, We have a Patreon page. We have thank our already supporters and uh, we are always looking for more. Um, There are always ways you can come support us and you get some cool gifts when you go on there and support as well. Some of that merch, as a matter of fact, that I was just now talking about. I would like to take a few minutes now to discuss John Daniels. John Daniels has been the Rangers general manager for quite some time now, and John Daniels is always going to be known for one trade, and that is the trade of Mark Teixeira to the Atlanta Braves that brought the two World Series teams basically to Texas. He is known for that, and he should be because he did a good job, But and it's not like all of his trades have been bad since then, but I'm telling you right now, I have no confidence in him, and I'm talking to a lot of people, and they all have no confidence in him. I ran a poll on Twitter, and everyone voted that it was time for him to go. Now, obviously, we're not owners. We're not in charge of the team. We don't do what it takes. Well, we just don't have the knowledge, the money, or the experience to build a team. But 
I do have enough knowledge to know when someone has been here long enough. And as I said earlier in the podcast, I've always been a Daniel supporter. But at this point, I think it is time for him to move on. And it's time for Davis and Simpson to find a new general manager for the team. Just my personal opinion. I think that the Rangers could improve if they had someone else running the front office. Analytics are great, but I think they need someone more old school, someone who remembers that players matter just as much as the numbers do, if you know what I mean by that. Having players that can play the game, they can play a position, as we've seen, just plug anyone into first base, and that has not been working real well. Um, You need people that can play positions. You need people that can do what they need to do. You need a team that meshes together. You need a lot of different things that I think this team is lacking right now, and I think that a big a big part of it is because of John Daniels. And like I said, I've been a big supporter of his over the years, but I think it's time just in my opinion, you know, I thought it might be time last year. I really think it's time now just watching the way this team is performing, watching the way now with this trade deadline, it's coming down the way things are working and the way things are going. I think that it is probably time for him to find himself another place to work. Just like I said, personal opinion, I know the owners love him, so I don't really see that happening. But uh, And I'm not sure a new GM would even help with the uh, amount of money that they don't like to spend as the owners of the Texas Rangers. I, I remember being excited in 2010 when the team sold, mostly because Nolan Ryan was part of that group. He's moved on. Chuck Greenberg has moved on and owns Frisco. And Davis and Simpson have remained, and the team has not been better for it, in my opinion, especially not under the leadership of John Daniels. I can't think of a lot of great trades that he's done since uh, the trade of Mark Teixeira to the Atlanta Braves. It seems like he's a hit or miss kind of guy. You know, some things he's tried has turned out all right. Some things he's tried is not. For instance, the signing of Lance Lynn and Mike Miner have turned out all right. Extending Odora now making him play every day even though he can't play again just not great decisions on my my uh, on my end here i don't think that those are fantastic decisions at all all right let's speaking of trades let's and here let me let me give you a little a little little heads up on what's going to happen this podcast is going to be shorter it's not going to be the full 30 minutes that we normally try to run on our monday podcasts Because tomorrow is, or today, I'm sorry, I'm recording this on Sunday night, so I'll say tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a big day, whether there are trades or not, and I would like to break that down tomorrow evening, so we will probably do back-to-back podcasts, and then maybe later in the week as well, to take a look at, if we do trade, who we've brought in, some of the new guys that we have, and some of the guys we let go, and projections about what we think is going to happen with all that, so it is going to be... A little bit of a shorter podcast tonight, and then next week we will uh, we'll hit you up with a whole lot more stuff, and during this week as well. Top 10. Let's look at the top 10 trade partners for the Texas Rangers. There are a lot of teams in the playoffs, a lot of teams headed for the playoffs, a lot of teams that could use pitching help and hitting help. So let's take a look at them. Number 10. Chicago White Sox. Chicago White Sox right now are leading the Central while they're tied with the Cleveland Indians at leading the Central. Chicago White Sox could be a great trade target for the Texas Rangers. They have some really nice prospects over there, and I'm not going to break down prospects tonight. I'm just going to break down teams that the Rangers possibly could have a trade with. Um, 
there are lots of great experts on on uh, prospects that can help you break all that down. So the number 10 team, I think, that the Rangers could trade with is the Chicago White Sox. Number nine. Number nine, the Tampa Bay Rays, who are leading uh, the American League East, and they also have the number one prospect in all of baseball now. I don't see them trading him away, but they have other prospects as well that could be all right in uh, in a deal like that. So they, I, like I said, I do not think they're going to get rid of uh, Wander Franco, who is their number one prospect. Uh, he is a shortstop, a uh, pretty good prospect, number one in all of baseball, not just number one in their organization. So I don't think that they'd be willing to give him up at all. But they do have others like Brandon McKay, Xavier Edwards, other other prospects that the Rangers could be interested in in a trade type situation. Number eight. Number eight, the Minnesota Twins. They are also looking for help on pitching and offense. They are right there in the mix. They are a game and a half behind Chicago and Cleveland. Um, So, you know, another team that I think will be looking hard at Lance Lynn, maybe Joey Gallo, maybe a little bit of Mike Miner as well. Number seven. The Cleveland Indians, again, uh, have a great chance of maybe, you know, making the playoffs right now, and they might be looking at that team, uh, at Mike Miner and uh, Lance Lynn especially as well. Number five. All right, let's look in the division for number five and number four. Oakland at number five. Uh, Oakland is 22-12, and 12, one of the best records in all of baseball. They are playing really good ball, and, of course, having an ace like Lance Lynn would be a great thing for the Oakland Athletics, but are the Rangers willing to trade Lance Lynn inside the division if they can't get what they want back? And again, that's my fear is that they won't go all in and get back the type of prospects that they're going to need. Number four. Houston is my number four. Houston has a uh, good chance as well, um, but not having the best season at 19 and 14 right now. And uh, who knows what plays into that? You know, maybe some of the things that went down over the last few years might be playing into the fact that they are not doing as well this season as they want. And pitching has not been great. So a Lance Lynn would really help them out a whole lot. Number three. All right, number three, the L.A. Dodgers. A lot of people have talked about the Dodgers as a trade partner with the Rangers a lot lately. They just finished a series with them, uh, one, two out of the three games the Dodgers did. And they could be a landing spot, especially for Lance Lynn, and that has been most of the buzz going around. Number two. San Diego was rumored earlier today, and this is number two. San Diego was rumored earlier today to possibly be interested in, of course, um, Lance Lynn, but then we heard they picked up my Clevenger and then it came out that they did not. So now I think they're probably still in the race for Lance Lynn and maybe Joey Gallo as well. They seem to be pretty much picking up all the prospects. I think they are really trying to make a run at it for this year. Number one. And Atlanta is my number one that uh, may have a chance to trade Atlanta. Of course, it would be ironic if the Rangers made a big trade with Atlanta and got a bunch of prospects because that is what led them to their last two World Series appearances was after that Mark Teixeira trade with the Atlanta Braves. So there is uh, a lot of teams out there that could show interest in either Mike Miner or Lance Lynn or Joey Gallo, and you can throw Shinsu Chu in there and a few others, you know, maybe some bullpen guys that people might want some help with that they can just uh, throw into that mix. So it should be a very interesting day today um, going through this whole Monday should be an interesting day to see what happens. Uh, keep up on Twitter and on Instagram. 
And on Facebook, we will try to post if anything happens as soon as it does, as soon as we get the news. You can also go to the rangerreport.com, but Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram is really where we try to keep all of our news going all day long as uh, broadcasting is not my first job. Uh, teaching is, so I might be busy at the time when news breaks, but as soon as I can get something out there to you, I sure will. And I think that's going to wrap up our episode for tonight. I just have a few more things to mention. Um, if you are interested in co-hosting the podcast, please let me know. I am lining up some great guests for the next few weeks, and I would love to have uh, you come on and co-host it. So you can email me, Ben, at therangerreport.com, or send me a message on Twitter at The Ranger Report, on Facebook at The Ranger Report, or on Instagram at The Ranger Report. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to have you join us for an episode or so. So that'll wrap up today's podcast. Um, tomorrow will be Monday, the trade deadline, and we will keep you up on everything that's going on. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on the Ranger Report Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.